Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Zamprin. Hamilton is rolling into the playoffs in a high note after they railroaded the Rough Riders 24-3. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Listening on the Radio Player Canada app and perhaps even watching on CHML's Facebook page as well. Hello to all the gang, family, friends, and uh, well, if you're a fan of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, you are certainly welcome to tune in as well. Not a good night for Gang Green, CFL style. It was uh, all Hamilton all the time tonight, 24-3, to as the Tiger Cats get the better of the Rough Riders, who, you know, let's face it, were resting a lot of guys. Hamilton, too, resting some players. Uh, most notably, Jeremiah Masoli in the second half. He had a phenomenal first half as the Cats raced out to a 14 to nothing lead and uh, held on to beat. Not held on to beat. They uh, thoroughly beat up on the Riders 24-3 to tonight. So Hamilton will finish off the regular season with a record of eight wins and six losses. Saskatchewan, by the way, 9-5 and five to end the 2021 regular season. One more game to go in the CFL, and that is Winnipeg at Calgary tonight. And uh, another game that really does not matter because Calgary is stuck in third. Winnipeg, we know, as the first round bye in the West. Uh, but, you know, this was, I thought, a great bounce-back game for the Ticats. Last week in Toronto, uh, they look like a shell of themselves um, on offense and defense, and certainly on special teams as well. This was a game the Ticats didn't need to win, but I think they needed to show themselves, and obviously their fans as well, that uh, they're going into the playoffs on a high note, and I think we can say that. This team played a good game tonight. Too many penalties, obviously, but in terms of production, points, defensively they played well you know a couple of turnovers i didn't like but otherwise you know in a meaningless game this was a pretty good result for the black and gold so they'll go in to the east semifinal against montreal one week from tomorrow at tim hortons field and who wins that game will be a big discussion tonight as well because i want to get not only your thoughts on tonight's game but more importantly what you think is going to happen next week as well as hamilton hosts montreal we know that these two teams have tussled uh, this year a couple of times. Montreal winning their last outing uh, in overtime, 23-20. to We all remember that game. The Tiger Cats getting better uh, of the Alouettes earlier on this season back in Week 4 after their bye week, 27-10 uh, to in Montreal. So another game in Hamilton, you would have to think, I would think, the Tiger Cats are going to be favorites to win that ball game. Never mind what happened last night between Montreal and Ottawa, though we're all thanking the Ottawa Red Blacks for doing what they did last night. What a remarkable victory by Ottawa, especially to end their season on a high note, given all that they've been through. But for the Tiger Cats, securing home field advantage for the East semifinal going into this game, I think they felt a lot more comfortable and were able to execute their game plan, and they did so uh, rather nicely. Uh, my player of the game, and again, he only played one half, but I thought he was very, very good, and that was Jeremiah Masoli. And I think if he played the second half, uh, he would have been even that much more outstanding throughout the ball game um, in the first two quarters, 17 of 21. That's an 81% completion percentage through for 223 yards and a TD and uh, was really in control, had r two really good drives, two really good drives, one punctuated by Don Jackson's eight-yard touchdown reception. The other one ended up in a field goal. But uh, otherwise, Jeremiah Masoli, I thought, played a pretty good game. A much, much better game than last week against the Argonauts. There's no doubt about that. So what do you feel about tonight's game? And more importantly, what does your gut tell you about next week's Eastern semifinal between the Tiger Cats and the Montreal Alouettes? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email rick at 900chml.com and on Twitter at am900chml. At Rick Samprin, use the hashtag fifth quarter. Val on Twitter says, good win, but big plays wiped out by penalties. My player of the game, Masoli, 
with a solid half. And I just want to see the penalties, and I did have it here uh, earlier. Yes, the Tiger Cats uh, had 10 penalties tonight for a whopping 136 yards. Now, Saskatchewan wasn't really that much better. 12 penalties for 101 yards. So that is almost two football fields. Actually, it is two football fields worth and a little bit more of penalties tonight. A lot of turnovers tonight, too. Saskatchewan had four. The Tiger Cats had two. And uh, Hamilton had six points off turnovers. The uh, Rough Riders just three points off their two turnovers. All right, to the phones we go. Dave has called in to the fifth quarter. Good evening, Dave. Thanks for calling in. How are you? Well, I'm not too bad. Better than uh, last week. (laughs) That is for sure. And that's a good place to be. It really is, let me tell you. Um, yeah, it was a good game. I'm glad they won. They look good. I mean, you know, it's, what can you take from a game where nobody really had anything to win or lose in this one except for maybe injuries? Uh, yeah, you know, Saskatchewan's a dirty team, Rick. Jesus, for crying out loud, that guy, how do you even get kicked out for ramming uh, Jackson's head into the turf? I'll never know. Yeah, that was, you know, for a, for a nothing game, I thought it was a lot more chippier than I thought. I, th- I thought it was going to be a lot cleaner game, and we didn't get that. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, like, um, Evans, I thought, looked really good. He's shaken off a bit of rust. I really liked the way he had command and a bit of confidence. Now, I know Mazzoli's going to start next week. Um, I hope that if he does not play up the snuff, uh, Steinhauer will put in Evans. I mean, why do you have the two guys? And I think this is my concern. Um, I think that if, if Mazzoli can come out and play a good game, I'll be it. But if he, if he comes out and pulls off a stinker like he did in Toronto in the first half, uh, he needs to come out. And uh, if they don't do that, it doesn't, I, you know, I think it's going to be tough, uh, tough night for us. But uh, I really believe that um, if we can get by Montreal, I really believe we're going to the Grey Cup. So you like A, Hamilton's chances against the Alouettes and certainly against Toronto? I do, really. I, I seriously do. I, um, if, if the Tiger Cats are on, uh, there's, no one in the East can stop them. But that's the whole thing. they got to be on and they got to be willing to make moves, especially at the quarterback play, uh, at the level. If you give the Mazzoli a half and he's got 30 or 40 yards offense, there's no reason to put him in like last week for the second half. I agree. Who is your player of the game tonight? Oh, geez. Um, I, I like the white running back, the, the kicks. There were a lot of good, good performances tonight, really. Uh, white running back, the kick was pretty impressive. All right, we'll go with Poppy White. Thanks for the call, Dave. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. That is Dave calling in, as he normally does, a, a vote for Poppy White, uh, a couple of votes for Jeremiah Masoli, including one from myself. We have a vote for Angelo Mosca, hands-down player of the game, according to Brad. Angelo Mosca had the crowd going from the start, and obviously that would be Ange Mosca Sr., who's now high above in the heavens cheering on the Tiger Cats. And, of course, Ange Mosca Jr., uh, if he weren't at the game or weren't watching the game, this was a really fitting and nice tribute that the Ticats did for uh, one of their legendary players. We know that Angelo Mosca passed away a couple of weeks ago now, and uh, his family, uh, this being the first home game since Ange's passing, uh, was invited to the game, and there was, I don't know, 10, 10 uh, maybe a dozen of them on the field for the pregame ceremony. There was a 68-second uh, celebration on the video board. Uh, the family members really riling up the crowd, including Ange Jr., who had... One of Ange Seniors, his dad's old helmet. And when I say old helmet, like the old logoless uh, gold helmet that the Ticats wore uh, many, 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 many years ago. Didn't even have the face mask anymore. Uh, and it was autographed. So that was great to see. A wonderful tribute. And uh, yeah, that really riled up the crowd. And the Ticats came out and put the boots to the Rough Riders uh, basically all game long. We do have an email from Anthony who writes, Hello, Rick. Great to see a big crowd tonight at the field. Can't wait to see the blackout next week in the semifinals. Great game all around. Defense looks solid. And we are going to need a big, big game from them next week as they have been the heartbeat of this team this year. Offense was pretty good, but I would like to see Masoli take a little more care of the ball as he almost threw two picks tonight when throwing the ball away. My only question to you is... Is Masoli your starter next week, but how short do you think his leash is? Player of the game, number 68, Angelo Mosca. Oski Wee Wee, and see you next week at the Donut Box. That email again from Anthony. Um, I think the leash for Jeremiah Masoli is, to be honest, pretty darn long. Pretty darn long, especially while well, considering a couple things. Number one, what we saw last week, the leash was incredibly long in a... Let's face it, a must-win game, and he didn't perform very well. 
And tonight, I thought he was really, really good. Obviously, he's my player of the game. He only played one half. I think if he's going and this team is going, that leash is endless. Um, But if we see next week what we saw in the first half against Toronto, forget about the leash. You know, cut the leash. Unleash Dane Evans and get him in the ballgame. If anybody, including the quarterback, is not playing their best... That coaching staff has got to flip the switch and say, all right, we got to go in a different direction. I know the quarterback is the focal point, and rightfully so. If your QB's not going, you're probably not going to score a lot of points, and you need points to win the game. Um, yeah, I think the leash right now is endless, the way he played tonight. Knowing you know, the, the belief that this coaching staff and this team has in Masoli, um, they love the guy. He's a great teammate, a good team player. So I think that uh, you know the possibilities with Masoli under center are going to be endless unless he really stinks it up against Montreal or, you know, knock on wood, he gets injured. We don't want to see that for sure. Uh, we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page as well. Jeff has chimed in and says Masoli and the offense played great, especially that drive. Oh, I just scrolled down a little bit. Especially that drive from deep in our own end. Ball possession was over seven minutes on that TD drive. Really need to clean up the stupid after the uh, I'm sorry I'm ge- I, I'm getting my scrolling uh, that's bugging me really need to clean up uh, the stupid penalties I think they mean to say after the uh, defense played great too yeah this scrolling is really really ticking me off that's what I'm saying really need to clean up the stupid penalties after the play <laughs> defense played great too special teams had a good second half helping with great starting field position for the offense as well player of the game is Masoli thank you Jeff. I'm going to like that comment, and hopefully it sticks to the page where it's supposed to be. And that continues to scroll up and down. Uh, and Gordy on CHML's Facebook page says, Rick, longtime listener, Masoli is our starter. I've been a Masoli backer, and I've personally had it with the Masoli bashing. Enough. We've got two great QBs, but I still believe Masoli gives us the best chance to win. Player of the game is Soli. So there's another vote for Jeremiah Masoli. Uh, you know, the most popular, I remember Ron Lancaster telling me this years ago, the most popular player on any team, in any era, in any league, is the backup quarterback. For whatever reason, everyone loves the backup quarterback because they see all the errors that the starter makes, and all the good things as well, but the errors really begin to mount, and you subconsciously at times uh, make a case for putting in the other guy. And the other guy, not necessarily is going to do a better job, but the potential. You know, you buy into the potential. And so, you know, the proof is in the pudding as well. What we've seen out of Jeremiah Masoli is basically a 500 quarterback. But a guy, on any given night, including tonight, can really fill the bucket in terms of points, yards, moving the team. And um, so I, I think we've got to tip our cap to Jeremiah Masoli tonight. He was really, really good. Maisie Lee also saying Masoli is her player of the game as she chimes in as well on CHML's Facebook page. Back to the phones we go, and uh, Alan has called into the fifth quarter. Alan, good evening. How are you? Uh, once again, I'm driving home with a smile on my face, long-time Ticat fan, and I was very critical of Saskatchewan going for a field goal at the, uh, at the end of the third quarter with about 125 to go. What's the point? You may as well go for uh, – you may as well – you need points, so you may as well try it for – a touchdown. They gambled uh, twice uh, on third down uh, around midfield, and uh, you know it did. One time it worked out; the other time it didn't work out. But there is no point in going for a field goal when you're trailing by that much that late in the game. That's uh, that's what I have to say. Yeah, I almost got the feeling that they didn't want to be shut out, so they thought, "Hey, let's get at least some points here, so we have you know no no zero on the board." That that was the only thought I had on that. But yeah, why would you go for a field goal when? You're down by, I think it was 21 nothing at that time. And whoever wins the game next week, uh, the Argos are going to be three weeks with, uh, with inactivity. And inactivity is the worst enemy of any athlete. You become sluggish, you become rusty, your timing is off. So uh, the Argos are going to be at a disadvantage when they play them uh, on December the 5th. Whoever wins to Hamilton or Montreal, I hope it's Hamilton. And I think it's going to be Hamilton, but uh, you never know. That's what why, that's why they play the game. Yeah, what a difference a week makes. That was one of the worst games last week. I was there last uh, Friday night at uh, 
at BMO Field, and it was just just disgusting. And what a difference a week makes, like night and day. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, it was like a totally different team played tonight. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Hey, Alan, appreciate the call. Before you go, who is your player of the game? The, the quarterback, uh, Masadi. Yeah, he's, uh, oh, yeah. He, if they're enchanted with him, they should be in no hurry to bring up the regular uh, quarterback. All right, thanks for the call, Alan. Have a good weekend. Yes, you too. Thank you very much. Well, lots more fifth quarter to come here. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the fifth quarter. It is powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Now three receivers head to the boundary side. Masoli throws that direction. It is complete to Don Jackson and uncontested. Walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Tiger Cats. Don Jackson. That is RJ Broadhead here on 900 CHML as the Tiger Cats stormed out to a 10 nothing lead midway through the second quarter and uh, beat up on the Rough Riders tonight 24-3 to, uh, well, they already secured second place given Ottawa's win over Montreal yesterday, but really entered the playoffs on a high note because, well, last week we didn't want to didn't want to enter the playoffs after last week's game, that is for sure, when they got demolished by Toronto 31-12. Uh, tonight we're voting for our player of the game. It is brought to you by Metalog Complete Metal Management. Uh, right now, Jeremiah Masoli in the lead. Some votes for Angelo Mosca as his memory was cherished and honored and celebrated tonight before the game. Uh, Poppy White also with a vote for player of the game. We got a tweet from Jim who writes, Now that's how you honor Mosca. I know Saskatchewan played more backups, but the team came together and executed, and now we have the momentum. Great to see Evans get some reps. Whole team for player of the game. Hashtag OskiWeeWee, fifth quarter. Uh, 900 CHML Ticats, bring on the birds. Another hashtag with a couple of um, drumsticks. And Rebecca writes, a nice team confidence win. Fans need to be loud next week to knock uh, Trevor Harris off his game. That's one reason we play for home field. Masoli is the player of the game. And uh, Jake on Twitter says, Simone Lawrence, player of the game, alone at the top of the all-time Ticats tackle list. Uh, my generation's Mosca, hashtag Hamilton proud. Yes, Simone Lawrence, if you missed it, with um, a couple of tackles earlier on in the game, tied Rob Hitchcock for the all-time lead in total tackles with the Tiger Cats. He also has, al- already has the record for defensive tackles. But uh, he uh, eventually passed uh, Rob Hitchcock for uh, total tackles, both uh, defensively and special teams, with five uh, defensive tackles tonight. Simone Lawrence standing alone on top as the career uh, tackles leader, total tackles for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Hats off to him. 24-3, the final in favor of the Cats tonight as they demolished the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and a great way to enter the playoffs on that note. Jen on CHML's Facebook page, solid game. Hope they can carry the momentum into the semifinal. It's not a bad thing to have two good QBs who are ready to go. Player of the game, I'd say Simone as he broke the record, but the defensive or the defense played very well. Another vote for Simone Lawrence. Uh, back to the phones we go. Mo is on the line. Mo, good evening. How are you? Doing great, Rick. Thank you. Oski Wee Wee. Oski Wee Wee to you to- too. Thank you. Just want to give a big shout out to Coach O. Uh, I love the game plan today. With you know what, we didn't have to play Mazzoli right at the beginning, right? We already had the second spot secured, but he got him out there, built up his confidence a bit. Same with Don Jackson, missed last week. Get him in there, get him some reps, build up that confidence, and also get Dane Evans some uh, some reps in there as well. So it was important, just in case. I don't want to say it, but just in case anything happens. It's good to have a guy like Dane Evans backing up, but I think you got to stick with Mazzoli. Really impressed by the way he's been playing this year, and I think we're blessed. And you, and you want a prediction for next, next week, I'll tell you. I watched that Montreal game last night. They did not look like a confident football team. I think we're going to have a big win, and we'll take the Argos one game at a, at a time, as Coach would say. And who is your player of the game tonight, Mo? Got to go Simone, all-time leader. All right, good choice, good prediction. Thanks for the call. Enjoy your weekend. You as well. Thanks, Rick. Thank you very much. That is Mo calling into the fifth quarter. Dave, number two, calling into the fifth quarter. Hey, Dave, how are you? Hey, Rick, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, first off, congrats to Simone Lawrence. Um, you know, I, I mentioned a few few weeks back how lucky we are to be able to watch his whole career. And, you know, I'm just happy for the guy. He's put his heart and soul into Hamilton, and he deserves it. And, 
you know, like he said, he's not finished. Anyhow, the main reason I called is, you know, I'm not understanding the hate from Mazzoli lately, and there's a lot of it on Twitter. We'll never win the great cup with him. And, you know, you had a, a tweet even earlier saying, you know, we got to watch. What if he turns the ball over? He, with the exception of last week, he's not had many turnovers at all. And you know what? Dane came in tonight and threw two picks, and they weren't very good picks. They were missed wide-open guys that, that, that he threw picks. And, you know, let me remind everybody, last year we didn't win. In 2019, we did make it to the great cup. And who was our quarterback? Dane Evans. And it was a very poor offensive performance. Just like Mazzoli last week in Toronto. You know, what's the difference besides the fact that it was a great cup? I don't understand why everybody's hating on Mazzoli. Now, let me be clear. This isn't hate on Evans. I'm comfortable either way, whichever one's in. But I think this year Mazzoli's earned it. And he should be playing. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with you there, Dave. Because, as I said previously, you know the backup quarterback is always the favorite guy. But you you nailed it. I mean, Dane Evans came in last year, relatively unknown. You know, Masoli gets hurt. The team is five and one, I think. Dane goes. I think it's twelve and you know three the rest of the way when you include the playoff games, and is phenomenal. Um, I, I think you go with the guy who's going to give you the best chance to win. And right now. I think it's Jeremiah Masoli. Despite what happened, you know, last game against the Argos, he's still the guy, and I think he's got a better grasp of the offense. Has been crisp. Um, yeah, he's been off some nights, but still, he's played a lot more than Dane Evans has this year as well. I think he's the guy right now. Yeah, absolutely. And when it goes to next week, you know, I think the key last night in, in the Montreal game was there was that play at the end. Ottawa went for two for the win, so you know, Montreal had that one play. They either win or they lose, and they lost. And I and I look at the fact that you know Montreal played their full squad last night against the bottom feeders, and they lost. That that makes me a little more comfortable for next week. I hope I hope Hamilton doesn't look past them though because of this. I hope they come out ready, and I and I think they can really kick the butt if if they if they play the game. And who's your player of the game tonight? As always. Excellent, Dave. Appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one. That is Dave with another vote for Jeremiah Masoli, who right now is the runaway winner for player of the game after the Tiger Cats torch the Rough Riders tonight 24-3. to uh, You can vote for your player of the game. It's brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. We've got a couple of Facebook messages to get to as well because um, some comments and some votes are streaming in there as well. You can go to CHML's Facebook page and make your voice known on what you thought of tonight's game. Uh, maybe a prediction about next week's Eastern Semi, and vote for your player of the game as well. Karen says, player of the game. My boyfriend says, Masoli, my pick, Tunde Adelike. Tunde Adelike, I think, is one of the best safeties in the Canadian Football League. Yeah, I just said that. One of the best safeties in the Canadian Football League. Uh, brings it every night, is one of the key guys in that secondary blitz package. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, tonight had an interception, he had a sack. He had a defensive tackle. Uh, he is just a rock-solid last line of defense who, uh, you know, creates some chaos in the pocket at times. So good pick by uh, Karen to go with Tunde Adelike. Bill on CHML's Facebook page says, Far better than the last game. Saw some heart, some grit, plus actually ready to play. Now penalties too much yards given. They play this way. Next game, we play T.O. Player of the game, Angie, number 68, they redeemed themselves this week. Great game, great cup bound at home. That would please this guy to see them play in it. Oski, wee wee, go, Cats, go. Well, we know the last time that the Grey Cup was in Hamilton. The Ticats did not play in that game. That was 1996, and it was Toronto and Edmonton. But before that, in 1972, we all know that, yes, Indeed he do. The Ticats played in that game and won that game 13-10 against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. 905-645-3221 is the number to call. Star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, Rick, at 900CHML.com. Got a couple of emails that I'm going to get to as well. And on Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can log on there as well. Stephen on um, Twitter says, player of the game, Masoli, next 
we ham 24-17. Maybe next week Hamilton wins 24-17 is the prediction. Hey, I like that scoreline. Anything that gives Hamilton more points than Montreal, I, I don't care what score comes through uh, on the prediction route. But let's uh, let's just hope the Ticats are on the winning end of it. Matthew writes, great win for the Ticats tonight. Team played great. My player of the game goes to the GOAT, Simone, for breaking Hitchcock's record. And yes, if you missed it earlier, uh, Rob Hitchcock's total teams tackle uh, record at special teams and defensive tackles broken tonight by Simone Lawrence. Let's go to the email. Tom has written in, a solid effort by everyone, although against the Riders' B team. Player of the game, Masoli. I know the Cats are looking forward to a rematch against the Argos December 5th. I hope they don't forget that they have to play Montreal uh, first. Cheers, Tom from Guelph. You know, come playoff time, I think it's really, really rare that we kind of figure out, because it's, you know, there's a lot of gray area here. Really, really rare to figure out that a team has looked past its opponent. Because the feeling is, there is no next week if you look past. There is no another game if you're looking at uh, a division final game or a Grey Cup game. Because you don't win that game, uh, you're done. So let's hope that the Ticats are not overlooking Montreal considering what happened last night against Ottawa and considering they're playing their arch enemies a week later in T.O. And I know they'll want to redeem themselves after that showing last week against the Argonauts, but still, uh, it's one game at a time. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell, rick at 900chml.com, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml. Richard writes, Simone Lawrence passing my all-time favorite Ticats player, Rob Hitchcock, player of the game for me, is Jeremiah Masoli, but Stephen Dunbar Jr. played very well. Nice standing ovation for Mosca and a win this time as well. Martin writes, hey Rick, can you compare Masoli's versus Evans' stats tonight? That should settle this quarterback controversy. Player of the game is Jerry. Well, let's look at the stats here. Uh, Both played one half. Jeremiah Masoli, 17 of 21. Dane Evans was 10 of 16. So edge, certainly to Masoli. Um, 81% for Masoli completion percentage. Dane Evans, 62 and a half yards wise jeremiah masoli at 223 in his half of play dane evans 126 so roughly half of what masoli passed for each through a touchdown masoli no interceptions evans two interceptions so there's the stat line for both of those quarterbacks tonight jeremiah clearly had the much better game and i'm not saying dane had a bad game there was a couple of miscommunication uh, issues tonight one was a kind of a botched handoff where Dane had to eat it and try to get the first down and didn't. Uh, the other was on uh, the one interception. Uh, Buka had both of them uh, for Saskatchewan. It was the first one where, um, you know, whether it was Tim White going the wrong way or Evans passing it in the wrong direction, I think White was probably the one to blame, given Evans' reaction after he threw it. Um, but those two interceptions didn't look particularly good. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Your thoughts on tonight's Tiger Cats 24-3 win over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Bill on CHML's Facebook page says, far better than last game. So, oh, I already read this one. Hold on. I'm going down to James here. I guess people aren't voting for a delicate because they can't spell it. <laughs> uh, two picks in a sack. What a game. Yeah, I mean, you, you can try to spell it. I'll 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 try to make it out. Tunday, you can even write Tunday, T-U-N-D-E. Um, and yeah, he had another phenomenal game tonight. Another quick break. When we come back, more of your calls, tweets, texts, or not texts, emails, and Facebook messages here on the fifth quarter. It is powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. This is the fifth quarter. It is powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you after a Tiger Cats win 24 to 3 over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Hamilton ends the regular season with a record of 8 and 6. The Riders fall to 9 and 5. Next up is the Eastern semifinal. One week from tomorrow. That's November 28th, as Hamilton will host the Montreal 
Alouettes in what is obviously the biggest game of the year. And the winner goes on to BMO Field to take on the Toronto Argonauts in the East Final. The winner of that, as we know, will come right back here to Tim Hortons Field to play in the 108th Grey Cup game. And we can only hope that it is a Tiger Cats team that's in that game because anything else would be obviously disappointing because that anything else would either be Toronto or Montreal. And I think we could probably, as Ticats fans, stomach a Montreal team in the Grey Cup, even though we don't want to see it. I think we'd rather see Montreal than Toronto. Because the last time the Grey Cup was here in 96, Toronto won the thing. That wasn't a great feeling. I mean, it was a great, great game, great atmosphere, snow flying. Uh, but at the end of the day, the, the wrong team won. Martin on Twitter says, uh, no, not Martin, sorry. Mish says, Simone Lawrence, player of the game. I also like Evans better than Masoli. Trust Evans' arm more, his judgment, his throw, and he can run the ball, and he doesn't show the other team his plays. So that is Mish on Twitter. Alan sends an email to rick at 900chml.com. Hey, Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines. Well, we won, and Masoli was 17 of 21 for 223 yards, but Saskatchewan was playing their backups a lot. They weren't playing to win. The biggest thing is we have a home game next week, and no one really got hurt today in the game. Nice to see Don Jackson back. Damagala missed that one kick, and we got the single. He's still worrisome, but do we play Gabriel Ferraro next week? Ugh! Win or lose, I'm there next Sunday, and if we win, I'm heading to BMO Field. I got my noisemakers ready and all my black Tiger Cat gear. I'm ready for the run to the Grey Cup. Go, Cats, go. That email from Alan. Alan's ready. Are you ready? And do you think this team is going to go all the way? One step at a time. First stop a week from tomorrow against the Montreal Alouettes. Back to the phones we go. Owen has called into the fifth quarter. And I understand Owen is nine. And Owen just attended his first Cats game. Is that correct, Owen? Hello, Owen. I think he's gone. I think he attended his first Ticats game, and then he called into the fifth quarter for the very first time and maybe got a little gun shy. So, <laughs> Owen, if you're still out there, give us a call back on the fifth quarter at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. On Facebook, more commentary coming in. Great to see a lot of the fans jumping on Facebook and uh, sharing their thoughts. Ari writes, maybe last week's game was a good omen. Great effort tonight by the entire team. Great move putting Poppy White back for punts. Player of the game, Tunde Adelike. Next week, uh, smother standback, blanket coverage on Winnicky and pressure Harris all game long. And we will be off to even... Uh, to get even against those Argos. Glad I have seen lots of comments on social media that Argos destroyed us and we are going to be on fire and we will get even. So Ari is pretty confident that the Ticats will steamroll Montreal and then get back at the Toronto Argonauts. And why shouldn't we be confident? Back to the phones we go. Anthony is on the line. Hey, Anthony, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um... Just a little curious. I, I you kind of answered uh, my first question uh, with uh, some calls um, and your comment earlier about who should start next week. <clears throat> because last week uh, everybody was burning Masoli at the at the stake, and uh, you know I made the comment that this is a guy who's recovering from a, a torn ACL, and it takes uh, forever to recover physically, and then a lot longer mentally. But anyways, he seems to be coming back bit by bit um and everybody was you know evans this and evans that well evans didn't look that great tonight uh he threw two picks and so i'm just curious is it is it masoli that everyone wants next week who is it yeah i think it's the guy whoever wh- whoever they win if they win whoever's starting or, or playing quarterback that's their guy okay <laughs> that's hey i'll admit it. i was the first one to say hey number one evans should have started the second half last week and number two should have started this game, and good thing I was wrong, and the coaches know more than I do. Yeah, I, I don't know why they why they they hesitate to to put the guy in for the second half. Like one gentleman last week made the comment about the Ottawa Roughriders back in the seventies when they had Tom Clements and, and Conridge Holloway. Georgie Brancato used to flip him in, in in the second quarter and then put the other guy back in. Like and and that was that was his secret. But anyway, um, Doma Gallo was he not the kicker who missed the convert? that prevented the Tiger Cats from going into overtime 
a few weeks ago, yes. several weeks ago now. Yeah, so he's missed two converts, one against Montreal, one against Toronto, and that one against Toronto was the 17-16 loss. So, yeah, that's that's the guy. He's back now. He Well, he never left. He was on the practice roster, and now he started tonight because Gabriel Ferraro, who they got in place of Taylor Burlett, who they released, right. uh, was still or actually just got out of COVID protocol. So he's on the practice roster and may or may not be the guy next week against Montreal. I guess we'll find out this week. Oh, okay. I thought he had been cut because of what had happened that game. But, okay, and as far as next week, next week's going to be a tough game. It's, it's, it's hard to pick because... Um, You've got Trevor Harris, and he, he's, a, he's on a mission, I think. He, he's out to redeem his career, but uh, he's a lot like his, uh, his mentor, uh, Henry Burris. If, if, if the right Henry, you know, or if the right uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Harris shows up, he can light it up for four or 500 yards. But if, if, it, you know, if the other guy shows up, then I, I, th- I think it'll be a cakewalk for the Cats. But um, Montreal lost uh, yesterday. Standback wasn't in there. Their, their, their backup running back fumbled the ball twice. Ottawa yep. marched up the field. That two-point convert, that, that was payback for earlier in the season when Montreal was running up the score, 40-something, and they were, they, were, uh, they were doing the same thing. Um, I don't know. What do you think about next week? Do you, do you think that uh, – what type of game do you think it'll be? I, I think it's going to be one of those games where they have to pay a lot of attention to Standback, but – if they don't corral Trevor Harris, he's a guy, and you mentioned it, who can light up the scoreboard. So whether it's Winicky or Quan Bray or Gina Lewis, they have weapons in Montreal. They do. I, I think the key is going to be the trenches. If the Ticats D-line, those front four guys can get to Harris, uh, I think that plays into our hands nicely. Yeah, he doesn't like pressure too much. No. But, uh, if he's on, though, like out, it's going to be a tough game. But, you know, Masoli might be on as well, so... Um, you think it'll be Masoli then, right? I definitely think Jeremiah Masoli is starting next week. If it's Dane Evans, I will be shocked. Yeah. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I don't know. I like Acklin. I, I really do. I, 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 he's just, um, I think he's a great receiver and Dunbar as well. Uh, I think they're really good receivers. Yeah, two uh, guys who really stepped up uh, into the four for sure this hands. season. Good soft hands, you know. And uh, they, they, they get yards after the catch as well. So um, good luck next week. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, right. Anthony. Have a good one. Take care. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can vote for your player of the game. Brought to you by Metalogics Complete Metal Management at star 9900 on your cell. Rick at 900chml.com is the email. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hey, Owen is called back. Owen, how are you? Good. <laughs> So you just went to your first Ticats game? Yeah, my very first CFL game. You're the lucky charm. How did how did you how did you find the game tonight? It was really fun and it was great to see the Ticats win a game. Yeah, what was your favorite part of tonight's game? Um I liked all the I liked the interceptions and all the catches. Yeah, big highlight. Who is your player of the game? I like White. Poppy White or Tim White? Number 12. Number 12. Okay, Tim White it is. Owen, I really appreciate the call. Do you think the Ticats are going to beat Montreal next week? Yeah, I think Ticats are going to win and go into the Grey Cup. Oh, there you have it. Owen, I love the call. Thanks for calling in and enjoy your weekend. I will. You too. That is Owen. Age nine, future Ticats fan, maybe future host of the fifth quarter. How about that? Bringing us his insight is Tim White, player of the game, which was a fine choice, Owen, because Tim White is, I think, one of the stars of this Ticats, I was going to say Ticats offense, really this Ticats team. Timmy White with six catches tonight for 83 yards. Uh, the leading receiver for the Ticats and for the game was Steve Dunbar Jr. Five grabs for 89. Acklin, six for 74. Don Jackson had four receptions for 38. And Brandon Banks, three for 34, including a touchdown. Jackson had a TD as well. Uh, email from Randy in Oakville. Good evening, Rick. We are East semifinal playoffs bound. Let's get the Cats performing like this in the playoffs. I'm still frustrated with the loss against the Argos recently. The Argos must lose 
in the Eastern Final. Today, the offense and defense has played well. Not too bad on the kicking today from Michael Damagala. Good QB play resulting in TDs from Masoli and Evans. Nifty trick kick by Evans. Speedy B, great TD. Cool radio coverage by Luke Tasker on the Ticats Audio Network. Lots of great plays tonight on defense. Jagera Davis, Siante Evans, Stavros Kestetonis, Jamal Rule. Uh, my player of the game is a hard-working Tunde Adelike. The defense was fierce, a strong defensive showing. Honorable mention to the Tiger-dressed fan who carried the two Tiger Cat puppets. Amazing. Another productive game by Tyler Ternowski and Poppy White and Tim White. Congrats to Simone Lawrence on the Cats tackles Cats record, passing the legendary Rob Hitchcock, who was at the game. I like what I saw tonight. Let's carry it on through the playoffs. Bring it on next week. Good night, Rick Oski. Wee wee, Randy in Oakville. You can send an email too. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. Back to the phones we go. Corey is on the line. Hello, Corey. How are you? Good, Rick. How are you doing, man? I am good. Awesome. Good night tonight. Awesome to finish the season in a win. Um, I usually come on here and try and play devil's advocate and I'm not trying to put anybody down again, but, uh, everybody's talking about steamroll in Montreal next week, right? That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Last couple years, last couple years, we've talked about who we play against the good teams, the good guys, William Stanback and Trevor Harris have killed us. Trevor Harris, whether he's on the Edmonton, Toronto, Ottawa, has killed us. 400-yard games, multiple touchdowns. William Stanback, 200-yard game, always runs well against us. So next week, I don't want to say a trap game like you do in the regular season. This is a playoff game. This is a big game. It has nothing to do with getting to the East final against Toronto. Who cares? we got to win next week first. And there's no guarantee at beating that Montreal team because they're not that bad. Yeah, I mean, this team can't underestimate what the Alouettes can do. And I hope they don't. And I think they won't, although you never know, because what is looming is their arch rivals. It's the East final. They want to get back at Toronto for how they played last year. But they can't take Montreal lightly because, yeah, Harris can rip up any team. Standback, as we know, can roll over anybody. And Montreal's defense is pretty darn good, too. So that it's not going to be one of those games where the Ticats blows out Montreal or even vice versa. I think this is going to be rather a nail-biter, roller coaster kind of game. I, I love our front seven. And you've talked about how the trenches, the D-line next week is going to make the biggest difference, okay? And you're absolutely right. When we come out next week and if we can stop Stanback and, let's just say, contain Harris then obviously we have a chance. But I don't like the conception of everybody saying that we're already in the East Final. We've got people in our section buying tickets for the game. It doesn't count yet. You've still got a whole other game to play, and I don't like that because this team, Hamilton, has let us down so many times in the East Final, especially at home, going back to Casey Printers beating us in the semifinals for the first time ever in a crossover or even the other teams that have come over and do it, done it before, too. It's not guaranteed, and I'd hate to say it, and I'd hate to be that guy. You've got one more week of football to play. That's it. Not two weeks, not the Grey Cup. Nothing's guaranteed. You've got one more week of football to play, and you better be ready. Bringing back some bad memories with Casey Printers and the BC Lions coming to town, but hey, you, you nailed it. I mean, uh, any, any given Sunday, and in this case it's a week tomorrow, Anything can happen, so this team has to play its best game of the year, I think. Absolutely, I, and, and we need it, and we need a win. We need to prove, and, and last week, like you said, Dane Evans coming in at the second half, if you were going with that guy, that's when you go with him, and they didn't, so we're going with Mazzoli. So you get behind that guy, and we're going with him. I don't care if it's loyalty all the way back to Guelph when he's beaten guys with Dan Lefevre and beaten Montreal and Henry Burris had to sit down all the way to today. Okay, we're rolling with this guy. I'm behind him. The team is behind him. Everybody else is behind him. you got to roll with the guy that the coaches think is the guy that's going to get you the win. Yep. So, and he's the guy right now. Mazzoli it is. So is he your player of the game tonight? Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm going to really double down on my whole comment here and give the uh, player of the game to the Ottawa Red Blacks last night for giving us the home playoff game. <laughs> nice. Great call. Going, go, going for two at the end of the game? Come on. How cool is that? Yeah. Hey, I mean, they're they're what? Two and... 
two and eleven or two and twelve, whatever yeah. the case was. That, they're, uh, they're not playing for nothing else other than spoil. And oh, baby, they spoiled Montreal's hopes. Yes, definitely. Appreciate the call, Corey. Have a great weekend. You too, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're going to take a quick break. we got some emails and some Facebook messages and a couple more tweets to get to as well. But still time to call in to share your thoughts on tonight's 24-3 Ticats win over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. You're listening to The Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The most entertaining, unfiltered, and passionate post-game show in Canada. This is The Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Dane Evans in at quarterback. And he'll drop back to pass. Looks to his left. Nothing there. Now he runs and throwing on the run. It is complete. Brandon Banks. It's a touchdown for the Tiger Cats. And Brandon Banks gets his second touchdown of the season. Less than five minutes into the third quarter. It is Evans to Banks. Six yards out. TD Ticats. 21-0 at that point. Hamilton goes on to steamroll the Rough Riders tonight. 24-3. Hamilton finishes off the regular season on a high note. 8-6 and six is the record. Saskatchewan lands with a thud, although you know, some of their guys, a lot of their guys, were resting tonight. Uh, they end the season at 9-5. and five. For Broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, you can vote your, for your player of the game tonight. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game and next week's Eastern semifinal against the Montreal Alouettes at Tim Hortons Field. You can dial into the fifth quarter at star 9900 on your cell or call 905-645-3221. And on uh, Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. Did I give the email? Rick at 900CHML.com, if I forgot. Uh, Dave on Twitter says, Great way to end the season. Biggest test for Masoli next week in the East Semis. Let's get the W. One game at a time. Addison back next week will be huge for the offense. Hashtag fifth quarter. Now, no clarification or at least confirmation that Braylon Addison will play next week against Montreal. But that would certainly be Awesome. You spent uh, too much time this season on six-game injured list because of either a knee injury earlier on in the season or a hamstring injury, which has uh, bugged him really over the last couple of where really, really few weeks uh, here in the back half of this abbreviated 14-game season. So if Addison is good to go, and again, no confirmation yet, uh, that would be a huge plus for this Ticats receiving core, which is already pretty deadly. When you have Addison and Dunbar Jr., and Tim White, and Brandon Banks, who, you know, admittedly has not been as productive as he has in past seasons. But you add Addison to that mix, uh, a hard-charging Don Jackson out of the backfield, a defense that has played really, really well. It's been the strength of this team all season long. If that special teams unit can be special, and yes, I'm looking at you, Damagala or Ferraro, this team could do a lot of damage, not just against Montreal, but perhaps against Toronto and who knows on December the 12th as well. Martin on Twitter says, Rick, when do tickets go on sale for our East semifinal? Also, Ticats fans should truly invade Toronto for the East final blackout BMO. So topic number one, when do tickets go on sale? Tickets are on sale right now for the Eastern semifinal. Actually, they went on sale last night at 10 p.m. Right after that Ottawa win against Montreal, the Ticats pressed the button to say, all right, tickets are now on sale. So you can get yours at Tim Hortons Field one week from tomorrow as the Ticats host the Yellowettes a 1 p.m. start time. Our pregame show here on CHMO will begin at noon, and of course, we'll have the fifth quarter after the game as well. Uh, to CHML's Facebook page, a couple of messages coming in. We have one from Louie who says that that offensive game plan against the Argos was terrible and it threw Masoli off and then the whole team. Let's hope Condell puts together a good plan and uses Jackson to slow the pass rush. And Louie, you're 100% right. And I think that was the first thing I said out of the gate last week is there were way too many deep balls too early in the ball game. And I know I know they wanted to stretch out the Argos uh, defense. But Masoli was off last week, top to bottom. And those deep balls, especially off the hop, were just not connecting. And uh, that adjustment should have been made quicker, not just at halftime. They came out after the half, and they were dinking and diming. You know, a little shovel pass here, a bubble screen there, um, you know, short slants here, whatever the case was. It was, um, you know, dissecting the Argos' defense. Again, they didn't score a lot of points. They only ended up with 12, but the offense looked a little sharper out of the second half as it did in uh, at the start of the game. 
Lisa Marie writes on Facebook, grateful to be part of a great, fun game, but sad, too many silly penalties, need a cleaner game Sunday, excellent defensive game, played well for a game that we didn't need to win, played the whole game, nice tribute to Angelo Mosca. Jeff writes, most important stats is more points scored in the second half with over a month of rust. And I think he's referring to Dane Evans as well. And uh, really, this Ticats team, whether it's Evans or Masoli, I think offensively they can put some points on the board if those two guys in particular are playing at their best. I think when Masoli's on, we've seen this season, we've seen in past seasons, he can really do some damage on the scoreboard. When Evans is on, we certainly saw that last season, uh, he can put some points up as well. When this Ticats defense is going, look out, one of the best in the league. And I know Winnipeg will complain about that statement, but I said one of the best in the league. Winnipeg, will, and I think everyone could admit that Winnipeg is number one in terms of defensive output and the number of guys who can get to the quarterback, get to the football, uh, do some damage defensively. Winnipeg is at the top of the charts, and that's why they're 11-2 and going into this last game of the season. By the way, still scoreless between the Bombers and the Stamps in the second quarter. Uh, Dave also on Twitter, Twitter says, this was the report from Shinetti during the game today. Oh, he's referring to Braylon Addison. All right, well, I didn't hear it because I wasn't watching uh, Matthew Shinetti on the sidelines. But, hey, if that's the case, if Braylon Addison is back next week, then that is a huge plus for this Ticats team. Uh, one more note on CHML's Facebook page. This one comes from Gordy, who says, fan of the night is Owen. And, Gordy, you read my mind. Because, yes, tonight, on the fifth quarter, perhaps the youngest ever fifth quarter fan of the night at age nine is Owen. Owen, you're the fan of the night tonight on the fifth quarter. Thanks for calling in and calling back after you originally couldn't get through. I mean, that's dedication and passion and commitment and fandom. So, Owen, yes, you are fifth quarter fan of the night tonight. Well deserved. Our player of the game tonight, voted by you, the fans. Lots of votes for different people like Poppy White. The entire team, Simone Lawrence, Tunde Adelike, Jalen Acklin, the Ottawa Red Blacks, uh, Angelo Mosca as well. Great tribute before the game to him. But our fifth quarter fan of the night or player of the game, part of me, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Mental Management is Jeremiah Masoli, who gets the win tonight, moves this team into the playoffs on a high note. And one week from tomorrow, it's going to be Tiger Cats and Alouettes. And that Eastern semifinal winner will, of course, take on the Toronto Argonauts on December the 5th. For technical producer William Weber, another great job. My name's Rick Samprin. Thank you for tuning in to the fifth quarter. It's been powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.